The following program is sponsored by Team Reba of Remax Metro East Side and Eric Osnes of Homebridge Financial Services. Welcome to Open House with Team Reba. Each week, Team Reba will be bringing you a roundup of real estate and mortgage news, along with information about the local Puget Sound region, highlighting some of the best and brightest entertainment options, family events, neighborhood highlights, and local business interviews, so you can feel right at home in the Pacific Northwest. Welcome once again to Open House with Team Reba. I'm Reba Hass of Team Reba, Remax Metro Eastside. And I'm Eric Osnos <laughs> from Homebridge Financial Home Mortgage. Happy weekend. Happy weekend. Here we go, another episode of Open House with Team Reba, Mark. Over five years of content. We're in our sixth year and over 200 episodes now. Wow. Well over 200, I will mention. We've got a lot of really amazing content, and I'm super stoked because we're going to have a phenomenal show today. That's right. Yet another one, which is going to be information that everybody Mm -hmm. can use. It's going to be super, super helpful. Oh, yeah. You're going to learn some things today. You're going to, yeah, we're going to cram pack, as you love to say, (laughs) your head full of information. And the thing is, we're going to be talking about something that people really know very little bit about. They hear about it all the time. They see ads about it all the time. Mm -hmm. They have no idea the content makeup of it. Mm -hmm. And so I'm thrilled because this is a show that, as you and I were saying, just as we were about to go on air, that we can have as like an evergreen kind of piece of content. Because as you know, I love to take these shows and then send them out to our clients. Right. Yeah. Likewise. Because they're educational. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And so today is, I think, going to be a tremendous show. Well, me too. I'm happy to do that. But before we get started with our guest, what's going on with the local market? Uh, Did you notice my hair on fire? (laughs) A little bit. Just a little bit of smoke coming out of it as you walked into the studio here. I'm a bit singed. Yeah. (laughs) To put it mildly. No, it's still smoking hot. Um, And uh, next week's show, I'm going to tell you, I'm going to be sharing because, you know, we're past you know january and so we've got all of the reports coming out from you know like the northwest multiple and national association of realtors and i'm going to be sharing a lot of the statistics around what happened this last year mm-hmm. but january is more of the same yeah. basically we got really tight on inventory tighter than we've ever been we're still super tight on inventory multiple offers are the order of the day um i did a facebook live earlier this week about pre-inspection seller um procured inspections and sewer scopes and why they're important to try and get done before you submit an offer uh, because there is such intense competition. We're seeing things regularly, not just at, but above asking price regularly. Almost every time on every transaction yeah. that I've seen lately. And, and mm-hmm. you, you kind of hit the yeah. nail on the head too, because you know when you find the right house, then it's like, what do I do now? Oh, I'm going to do an inspection contingency. Mm-hmm. I'm going to do financing contingency. Yeah. Then you find out there's 25 offers coming in on the same home. Mm-hmm. With maybe like, five pre-inspections being done. Meaning they've already done their inspections mm-hmm. even before they've made an offer. Yeah. 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 So it's I, I just had to have a very uh, intense conversation with a customer the other day about that. Because they were like, why would, you know, if we have to pay for that up front, why would we, why would we do that? And it, and it is about trying to position yourself because it's not just one term. It's not always just the money, mm-hmm. right? So we talk about this all the time. I have a Facebook Live that I posted on Tuesday earlier this week. 
and people are free to go and listen to it because I kind of dive into why that's so important and how it helps mm-hmm. position you in your right. offer. Oh, for sure. And and how it gets compared even when there's, yeah, maybe someone beats you in price, but if that person didn't do an inspection, maybe they'll choose you because you're lower right. risk. I actually spoke Without to being risky because you've done <laughs> right. your inspection. Yeah, you've done your due diligence. Mm-hmm. So you're protected. Yes. Um, I was talking with a listing agent earlier this morning on a property in Federal Way that's like, red hot mm-hmm. there's over 20 offers coming in on it i wonder if it's and the one i looked at the other day <laughs> it had a little a little shag carpet with a little uh sitting pit where you uh, kind of sit in front of the fireplace no there oh, was a man, this thing's a timepiece but um yeah <laughs> anyway but but the thing is this this agent we we're kind of talking through our our client who is already underwritten mm-hmm. you know fully qualified good yes. good solid buyer Mm-hmm. And 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 the agents like yeah I don't know where they fit in yet on on the whole scheme of things we're putting together a spreadsheet because they have yeah. so many offers coming in dude I've been doing that for years yeah. this market's been like this since 2012 yeah yeah I've been so, I have a spreadsheet that we just populate what the offers are and all the different um, contingency terms yeah at yeah. earnest monies down payments inspections anything that's a cancelable item which can include by the way other listing agents out there. Stop being lazy and put your preliminary title policies up. Okay? Can we just get that out there? <laughs> take, take some good pictures for crying out loud. I don't even care about your pictures. Give me the documents we need. Get your Form 17 up. Get your preliminary title. Well, because that's, that's the whole thing is if you put a, you know, what's called a 22T title you know, oh, contingency sure. in there, those didn't used to be cancelable. They are now. Ah. They they changed it about three years ago. Your twenty two T. Yeah, Come on, get, get on it. The get your get your yeah. prelims loaded. That's right. You know, because the thing is, is if they have the because we're required. One of the few requirements the MLS has of an uploaded document yeah. is a legal description. Well, where do you think most agents get it from? <laughs> Wow. Your freaking prelim. Yeah, go get easy. your prelim yeah. and put it in no, so no, we can I, look at it. I'm sorry, but I got to go back to the photos. <laughs> I've been looking at some property and it was waterfront. Yeah. Um, and I don't want to see the pictures of the eagle and the picture of the oh, boat. Oh, I know. Because the, the eagle sunset. doesn't come with it. The it's not a is, pet. is separate from the whole thing. <laughs> I know. There's you know, there's only one thing the eagle's going to leave on your property, and that's a not carcass. something that you want. Yeah. So. <laughs> Give me, and I want to see what does it look like, you know? How do I get to the beach? Yes. Oh, all these different questions. Yes. It's the same thing. Half with the time a, they don't know. <laughs> right. <laughs> I mean, no, honestly. Right. Yeah. Half or, the time they don't know. Or the picture, the the, the distress sale ones where mm-hmm. the, the you pay, you know, $5 to list the property. And, oh, and yeah. it's it's a picture of the house taken from, you know, inside the car while it's raining and the windshield wipers blocking oh, yeah. half of the view. You know, th- those types of ones just drive me nuts. But. You and me both, my friend, especially when I see that someone's got like an $800,000 listing and you can tell they took it with their cell phone. <laughs> You're like, really? Really? I mean, cell phone pictures it's like, do you are have any good, idea? It's nothing like a drone no. footage. No, 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 no. Most of them are not. You, know, you do you do the Matterport, you know, the 3D yes, we stuff. Do 3D, we do yeah. drones. We do five level exposure HD photography. We yeah, I don't do even staging. know what that is, but yeah. it means it looks really, really good. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> There's no that. catfishing. On my listings. <laughs> and we don't let someone use crazy wide-angle lenses so that you don't get there and go, oh, hmm. I didn't think the kitchen was that small. That big, huge bedroom is really only about six and a half feet wide. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. No, exactly. That works. Yeah, it's funny about so, that. So, anyway, yeah. so to answer your question, yes, the market is still, still red still hot. On fire. And I'm going to guess part of the reason why is 
Where are the rates? rates. Yeah. yeah. Let's get those. I do want to make sure, though, listeners, we have a class coming up. So if you want to hear us get into in-depth conversation about the market itself and how to win in this market, February 25th, we're doing another online class from 5 to 7 p.m. Mm-hmm. And by the way, we now have a Facebook page for this show, Open House with Team Reba. We give you a lot of information all the time and lots of different ways to meet up with us or talk with us, but you can also now go to the Facebook page direct. Perfect. Good. And we have it set up as an event. Excellent. Good, good. That's going to be a fun class. It is. So two hours, about an hour of that is Mm -hmm. the real estate process, and about an hour Mm -hmm. of that is finance and options and things you need to know for that. Yes, and And we'll tell you if you might qualify for Washington State Mm -hmm. Housing Finance Commission type programs which so this is great for everybody whether no matter what your income level that's right so everything from zero down first mm-hmm. time home buyer all the way on up yes yeah yeah so, yeah. so tell me about their rates and what was that addendum what? your 21 t 22 t we're gonna get help you uh, with your 22 t <laughs> and uh, get going on that but before we go that yeah. interest rates are uh, Smoking. Well, I say they're still just incredibly good. Um, we went up a little bit a week ago. Now we came back down. Mm-hmm. Um, the the markets um, still have some things that they're going to be worried about. We do have a um, you know another um, kind of a stimulus package that's in the works uh, in the short run that could um, cause rates to drop a little bit in the long run. It could possibly cause them to go up a little bit depending on if it um, you know fosters any additional economic activity. Uh, where we're at today, the national average 30-year fixed-rate mortgage is 2.81%. So nuts. So uh, that's a 30-year fixed-rate. 15-year fixed rates are at 2.33%. FHA mm. and VA loans, uh, pretty much unchanged. We're right around 2.25%. But that is so insanely good. <laughs> Oh, so insanely good. I don't know sure. why we don't have more VA people right now, like just clamoring yeah, to find property. It is one of the best. It is probably the best program out there. Yeah. So if you're a veteran, um, if you have eligibility, if you are the unremarried surviving spouse of a veteran who had any service-related disabilities, you would still have uh, VA benefits. Um, if uh, Now, one thing about VA, they, they charge a funding fee, mm-hmm. which can be fairly expensive, but it's finance. Yeah. It's tacked onto the loan balance. Right. But if you have any percentage of disability um, with your, your as a veteran, that funding fee is waived. That makes that program not only one of the best, but also one of the least expensive programs out there. Mm-hmm. You can also use it to pull money out of your home if you need to consolidate yeah. debts. You can lend, we can yeah. lend up to 90% of the value of your home for something like that. It's amazing stuff. So, and if you have a a VA loan now and it's at a higher interest rate, um, there is a VA streamline refinance where there's no appraisal, there's no qualifying, we don't care what your income is, uh, as long as you've been current on your your mortgage payments for the last 12 months, you're you're pretty much good to go. Nice. So you can do what's called an IRRRL, an EARL. And uh, it's a stream <laughs> streamlined <laughs> VA refinance. Uh, very, very simple, uh, easy, no appraisal, um, pretty much no nothing. So super, super easy. So rates are, are looking fantastic. They're going to continue to be that way for the foreseeable future. At least that's kind of our expectation at this point. Okay. So, well, on our yeah. next show, I might have you talk a little bit about Janet Yellen having been put into the treasury so but yeah. next show not now i can not talk now. about that one because i want to start getting to our guests let's let's do that um yeah and next show also i'm going to go into a little bit of detail on a upcoming fifteen thousand dollar first time homebuyer tax 
credit that's being bandied about. Okay, I'm Congress. glad you added credit to that. For a second, I was like, I'm sorry, a what? <laughs> <laughs> right. your, your pause right. was cause for concern just right. yeah, for a, a right. quick moment there. Yeah, no, okay, tax credit. Good. Yeah, and actually, good. Um, so we we're just about ready. We gotta we gotta jump into a break here. Mm-hmm. Um, but but as we go into that break, get prepped because we've got Gail Ralph. Wellfringer on with us. Say that again. I can say it three <laughs> times really fast. Wellfringer. Uh, You've only known her how long? A uh, long, long time. So, uh, you tell so I'm really, spanky. really happy to have Gail on the, on the show. <laughs> Stay tuned. We've got more Open House with Team Reba. We'll be right back after just a couple messages. Open House with Team Reba on AM 1580. The answer. Now, back to Open House with Team Reba. Welcome back to Open House with Team Reba. I'm Eric Osnes from Homebridge Financial Home Mortgage. And I'm Reba Hass from Team Reba. And we're here every Saturday from 2 to 3 o'clock p.m. Sundays from 3 to 4. And also always on podcast. Yes, we had many more podcasts recently uploaded. And we're also getting even more deep in the descriptions of those so that if you are going to look at the podcasting um, and you're looking for a specific portion of a show, mm-hmm. then we can uh, help guide you to that specific information. That is so cool because yeah. that's easier said than done. I mean, it uh, takes a it, lot of... It is a lot of time. A lot of time. I, I invest a lot of time. We're not going back through all 200 plus, yeah. but uh, several weeks ago we started that process and uh, I'm hoping, you know, listeners, if you have any feedback on that, you know, again, we've got a Facebook page for Open House with Team Reba. You just get on Facebook, you look up with Open House with Team Reba, and there you go. Uh, we're fleshing that page out as we speak, so it's not, you know, it's no frills at the moment. But give us your feedback. We'd love to know more about the topics you'd like to hear about, feedback about shows. We're going to be posting the shows there as well. We'll be posting the events and classes that we're going to be doing. And actually, what I'm really excited about... We mentioned as we came into the break, uh, Gail Welfringer, who is with First Mark Insurance Group. She is here on our show today, but I'm hoping that we're going to be able to do some like webinar type uh, type of events. That would be great. Which I think would be great because, you know, here when we're on the show, we don't always get to take, you know, questions from callers or anything. But this is a way that we could do a live event and get people involved because you're just a wealth of information. Gail, I mean, like, I want to get you introduced. Tell our listeners who you are, how long you've been doing what you've been doing, and um, we'll get to how you know that guy later. Uh, but yeah, no, it's so it's such a pleasure to have you on. Oh, thank you. It's uh, it's great to be here. I'm super excited, and uh, I have been doing this 41 years. Which, if you guys could see me, you would realize that I'm not <laughs> even 40 years old. Yeah. So yeah. I don't know how I did that. But she's been doing it since the womb. Crazy math. Yeah. <laughs> so. Um, I like to say that, you know, what really just started as a job kind of evolved into a career and then mm-hmm. has now it really evolved into a calling. So it's just it's a passion of mine. And um, why first, Mark, I have done a lot of years with corporate insurance companies and really came to find out that the best way to take care of clients is to give them options, is yeah. to provide them the knowledge they need, the education, the guidance and um, really just be that ad- that advisor to help them make those decisions and how they spend their premium dollars. So, yeah, well, it's, been, it's been a long journey and uh, done every single job you could possibly imagine, imagine with an insurance company and really enjoy that front line. Um, you know, we like to call it be the guide. So. Yeah, well, and that's exactly one of the reasons why when you and I kind of reconnected when you moved over to First Mark that – 
I was interested in having you on the show because we've had other insurance you know people on as well but really you know Eric and I are all the time about having to guide people having to understand education. all the education yeah. all the players that are involved in the transactions that we're part of and being able to have partnerships with you know professionals like yourself who have the same mindset who have that same kind of corporate conscience um, about how they approach their work really makes a difference to me. Uh, I don't want to do business with someone who sees my customers as just another dollar. I want them to be willing to take those questions. And, and I honestly kind of get off on it a little bit because I love sharing. I've got a ridiculous amount of knowledge in my head and it doesn't do anyone any good if I just keep it to myself. Right. So I love being able to disseminate, you know, good information. And that's that's why we thought you'd be a good addition to our programming. And I'm hoping you'll, you'll come on several times. Absolutely. Yeah. Well, the thing the thing is, I know we're talking about insurance mm -hmm. and most people, they're like, they're like, insurance. Ooh, what do I need to know about insurance? <laughs> why is that exciting? But I'm sure that you have some first rate horror stories <laughs> about things when they, people were not properly insured or when they didn't set it up correctly. And things mm -hmm. like that, and I, and and I know even um, my own my own coverage. The other day, I asked, um, you know, my agent who I might need to talk with you later after the show. <laughs> um, I mm -hmm. asked about, did you do this on my policy or that on my policy? And it's like, oh no, I no, no, we've been meaning to um, update that, which mm. which is translates which, to I forgot. Yeah, and, and you um, also don't want that I forgot when suddenly the need for that coverage shows up exactly right yeah because yeah. you don't get sure. to get it retroactively yeah, that's kind of but, a thing to do right but right but before we jump into horror stories i mean one of the things that we talked about with gail before she came you know to to be here today was let's talk you know let's educate first because the horror stories are in abundance but i really want our listeners to understand how does a policy get made up and and when people are paying because you know the thing is that we see plenty of times on tv and ads and billboards that it's like just save money. Just save money. Well, what are you giving up? Because what are you mm -hmm. really getting for the amount you're paying, right? So could you kind of break down for our listeners real quick kind of how that is made sort up? Sort of the components. Yeah, absolutely. I'd love that. Yeah, it is. Um, and we have a, a little saying in the insurance industry that insurance is like a parachute. So if you don't have it when you need it, does it really <laughs> matter? No. <laughs> <Solid laughs> right? That's, That's a good so, point. Um <laughs> But it is very complex, and I think a lot of times people think of insurance as car insurance, mm -hmm. and there's components to car insurance, and they, they kind of just sort of put homeowner's insurance on the side because they mm -hmm. think, oh, well, it's just a house, um, right. and you know how complicated can it be? But it is complicated. quite complicated, <laughs> yeah. and it's extremely complicated here in the Pacific Northwest because mm -hmm. of the way that we build, the way that we have to have permits to build, and, mm -hmm. and really the just the variables that go into values mm -hmm. and what things cost. Right. Mm -hmm. So when we go in to uh, deliberate over how a policy is created, it's really with the involvement of the client. So we spend a lot of time up front talking about, um, let's look, you mentioned, you know, mm -hmm. inspections and yeah. photographs. And mm -hmm. I'm one of those people that I've just got to put my eyes on your house. And I'll dig mm -hmm. and dig and dig until I actually can see the house because mm -hmm. it really helps me visualize what I need. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And that's a large piece of it. Where is the house located? Mm -hmm. Is it a difficult area for us to rebuild in? How hard is it going to be for us mm -hmm. to bring in? Can we even bring trucks in? Right. Surprisingly, there's a lot of areas in the Pacific Northwest that you can't even bring in a cement truck. Oh, yeah. Or any of that. Oh, you see all the cranes, right? Mm -hmm. You see all the cranes and everything yeah. when homes are being 
built or remodeled, and right. that's a telltale sign of how much that's going to cost. Exactly. So where a home has maybe Even just been, re-roofing a place exactly, can have that same exactly, issue. Exactly. So where you may think, you know, well, it's just average cost or maybe, you know, $150 a square foot or $200 a square foot. Mm-hmm. But it just gets a little more complicated, mm-hmm. right? So we want to p- take a look at, th- obviously, what the coverages look like that you currently have. Um, and it's not so much so that we can, you know kind of break them down or break them apart or, you know, say anything derogatory or anything Mm -hmm. like that about another agent or anything. It's really so that we can better understand. And Mm -hmm. it is a journey. Um, It doesn't happen. There is no 15 minutes or less and we're going to get you your, that doesn't happen at first mark. So Mm -hmm. it's a, it's a very much an education and it's involving the client in that as well. Um, There's inspections that are done on the back end by the insurance carrier really is going to be a back check for our work, Mm -hmm. making sure that we haven't missed anything and Mm -hmm. there are no blue tarps and pink flamingos and dogs that want to kill you. Things like that. (laughs) So... um, so if we talk about the bulk of the policy, really it's the, it's the house, it's the address, mm-hmm. the physical location, and where um, what, is it two stories? It was it one stories? Is it got unique roof lines? What mm-hmm. kind of a roof? What kind of siding? And Skylights. That, exactly. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Yeah. When I was a brand new um, underwriter and in the business, and now we used to count roof lines. That's how we figured it mm-hmm. out. Well, it's got five roof lines. <laughs> so oh, yeah. Yeah. who doesn't have five roof lines now? Oh. <laughs> so and two chimneys. <laughs> I like the ones where they actually slope, they all slope from the outside in down to a valley in the middle of the house. Ah, uh, the butterfly. Those never yeah. leak, do they? Yeah. Yeah, exactly, mm-hmm. exactly. Yeah. The modern butterfly style, yeah, is butterfly, that what you're talking about? Yeah. Yes. Yeah. It's those homes that um, people think, you know, they look really cool to an insurance agent that just gives us a shock, right? We're yeah. just like, whoa, you know. Oh, yeah. <laughs> you can't yeah. even imagine. We yes. look at everything from a completely different, we're natural, not by nature, we're very paranoid anyway. Mm-hmm. And so um, <laughs> we're one of the few occupations that we actually do stay awake at night thinking about our I can't tell you how many times I've woke up in the middle of the night going oh my gosh I think I forgot to put something on someone's policy oh yeah oh yeah yeah Three thirty, three thirty a.m that's my time to wake up and think about that yeah absolutely so so you know we really anchor off of that dwelling number that's the biggest one and and sometimes we'll get the question of I don't even know why I have to have this insurance policy you know, there's a couple of things that go into that. Obviously, if you've got a loan on it, you need to protect that mm-hmm. lender's interest. So that kind of goes with that saying. Yeah. But let's just go beyond that because there are a lot of people that have had the um, benefit of being able to pay their homes off. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. so then it comes down to the question of, well, do I really need to insure it? Well, you know, in a lot of uh, cases, that, yes. is, yes. <laughs> that yes. is your largest asset. Yes. It still is. And yeah. many of those homes around here are worth about a million bucks. And guess what? <laughs> they go up every day. I mean, yeah. how many people get their mm-hmm. Zillow alert or whatever it is? Oh, right? yeah. It says your house has gone back up, right? right. So yeah. um, it's going to continue to be an appreciating asset, I think, in this area. And mm-hmm. I think that's something that the three of us can all agree on in, in our perspective, uh, you know, areas of expertise. Mm-hmm. The one thing that is going to be constant is the values and the costs in the Northwest are going to continue to rise. So, yes. yeah. so we really want to take um, a look at that and make sure that we've got the actual cost of rebuilding. What's it going to cost for goods and services? Mm-hmm. What's it going to cost for labor? How hard is it going to be for us to get in there and do it? Mm-hmm. And we used to um, models that we could get you back in your house eight to 10 months, eight to 12 months, no problem, right? So we'd stick you in a hotel or something like that, mm-hmm. and we'd start rebuilding. And nowadays, it's more like 18 to 24 months mm-hmm. because it takes six months just to get a permit. Right. And it's not uncommon. I've had people out of their homes for a good two years. Wow. Yeah. You know, yes. I'm so glad to hear you say that. On one of our prior shows, I was talking about um, a client that I'm the listing agent for. Uh, on Christmas Day, 
joy for me, as usual, phone call from a client uh, wanting me to work, and I was out of town, <laughs> and I'm like, well, what is this about? You know, it was like 10 in the morning, and we've been preparing their home for sale, right? This is so a past client of ours, their parents, right? And so uh, it's a house down in Des Moines, and they say, well, our neighbor had a fire, and I'm like, yeah. Did it affect your house? And they're like, no, no. They called us up and they wanted they they had us rush over because it happened in the middle of the night and they they want to rent our house and then buy it from us. And I just went, okay. First of all, it's Christmas. <laughs> Second of all, that's an insurance claim. Um, so unless you're planning on renting to him. And I said, are you planning on renting to him? They're like, well, no, we hope to sell him the house. I said, but you just told me he wants to rent it. I said, so you don't know what he has for money. You don't know if he can buy. And an insurance claim hasn't even started. That's going to take a while. <laughs> so four days later, sure enough, he, he found another plan. So I was like, thank you. Because I said, I'm not working on Christmas. <laughs> so, Yeah. I'm so happy that you said that out loud because I can now replay that back to them and be like, good choice. So we're going to talk about other good choices and insurance with Gail Wilfringer from First Mark when we get back on Open, Open House, House. With Team Reba on AM 1590, The Answer. Now back to Open House with Team Reba. Welcome back to Open House with Team Reba. I'm Reba Hass of Team Reba, Remax Metro East Side. And I'm Eric Osnes from Homebridge Financial Home Mortgage. And we've got Gail Wellfringer with us from First Mark Insurance. How'd I do on that? Good. Very well. Hey. All right. Yeah. <laughs> quick learner here. Yes. Hey, just real quick before we get too far into this, Gail, would you like to give your contact information to yeah. our listeners? Absolutely. So I am Gail Wellfringer. I am with First Mark Insurance Group. The easiest way for you to reach me is either by email, which is my first name, Gail, G-A-I-L, at firstmarkinsurance.com. Or you can give me a buzz. That is 206-707-9959. And First Mark is not with the number one, oh, yes. but F-I-R-S-T. Spelled out as a word. Just in case. <laughs> All right. Cool. Okay. Excellent. Well, before the break, we were talking about some some components mm -hmm. to, you know, having insurance coverage and really just thinking more along the lines of not just what's the minimum I can get or how much can I save, but am I really properly insuring my home? You know, and if if my home is destroyed, you know, can I rebuild something that's uh, you know equivalent to what I what I had before? As a lender, we require replacement costs. You know, we want to know that you can rebuild your home, but. But even even that one though, Gail, correct me if I'm wrong on that. You know, your typical policy doesn't say we will replace your home. There's a dollar value on it with uh, some type of a multiplier added mm -hmm. to that. How do, so how does that work? Yeah. So, and I'm so glad you mentioned that because that's one of the that's one of the first things that I always talk about with my clients when I go through all of the components of the policy. So you have your dwelling limit, and the agreement with the insurance company really is that you're going to pay a premium based on what we think it would cost to rebuild that home. Mm -hmm. And in exchange of that, if anything are, it were to happen, then the insurance company has that uh, commitment to rebuild you, to put you back to the way you were mm -hmm. prior to the loss yeah. with like, kind, and quality building materials. And there is a component that's on there. It's a percentage. Every insurance carrier, is it's going to be similar. Somewhere in that 120 to some of them have it like a 150, a 150%. Mm -hmm. And that's really a buffer. It's called like an extended replacement mm -hmm estimator or there's all kinds of different names but let's just kind of break it down it's really a buffer designed for the insurance carrier in case something were to happen in the economy 
and those values all of a sudden got off whack mm-hmm. right about the time a claim happened. So Case inflation right now. Exactly. Lumber, right. L- mm-hmm. Price of lumber's gone up 100% in the last year. Exactly, exactly. Mm-hmm. And you know, those policies are designed to have an inflation guard on them. So every year you're going to see your dwelling limit go up just a tick, mm-hmm. but that's really just for inflation. It is not going to keep up with the cost of goods and services, right. especially yeah. as kind of crazy as they are in this area, right? Yeah. Right. Yeah. Um, and, and the so labor costs here, too. Exactly. You know, and let's, mm-hmm. and let's face it, you know, timber is our resource. And so mm-hmm. what are we going to do from an economy standpoint? We're going to ship a lot of that timber out because we're making more money mm-hmm. shipping it away right. than we are keeping it. Right. Yeah. So let's just say that a claim occurs and we've got $200,000 of coverage on a home. And all of a sudden now we realize it's going to cost us 250 or maybe even 300 that's really the buffer that the insurance company has to make sure that they can fulfill that commitment to their customer. The, cust- the com- customer expects them to rebuild their home. Mm-hmm. The insurance company is going to fulfill that commitment as long as it stays within that buffer. It is not by any means um, an excuse or a permission to underinsure your home because you're counting on it because it's really false to the side of the carrier. The commitment is there. They're going to see to it. Mm-hmm. Well, have you seen examples where the cost to rebuild has gone beyond that buffer? Um, There has been some. I will say that certain areas in the Northwest um, Mm -hmm. really demand a different type of a policy. So we've got some carriers that are going to put an unlimited amount on there. We've got a few Mm -hmm. that we don't have a a break, a stop on that. Mm -hmm. And because of that, we might put that home with one of those carriers to Mm -hmm. make sure that we aren't going to be up against that. Maybe something that's super custom or in a difficult area, sensitive area. Well, because we have so many islands and slope areas, Mm -hmm. I mean, is that kind of where those things exist? Mm -hmm. Absolutely, where, you know, it... Um, in, a, in most cases, you're really talking about a rebuild, a repair, or rebuild. It's mm-hmm. very, I'm not going to say that it's not going to happen, but it's uncommon for a home to be completely totaled, right? Mm-hmm. I mean, it, the fire department, mutual aid, mm-hmm. everything the mm-hmm. way that it is yeah. um, in place, homes don't usually get destroyed. Mm-hmm. But homes in rural areas yeah, unlike are... unlike Midwest <laughs> and Kansas, where they're just <laughs> exactly. wiped off the off face the of the earth. Yeah. You go to work right. and you come home and your house is gone. Yeah. 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 Uh, I mean, I, not to make light of it since I grew up in Kansas, but I mean, like, yeah, it's, it's a different kind of or situation. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, I was just telling someone the other day because we were looking at a manufactured home out on land on the peninsula. And I said, well, you know, here, manufactured makes sense. If you did this in Kansas, I'd be like, would you like a target on your house? Yeah. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. So, so it really just goes back to, um, you know, slowing everything down and having that conversation and taking the time to, to really put the mm-hmm. work into it and make sure mm-hmm. that everyone's in agreement that this, I think this is what we need. I think this is the plan that's going to go ahead and accommodate that. Mm-hmm. Here's what the cost is going to be. And I'll tell you, surprisingly, more times than not, we'll see those premium numbers go up. Mm-hmm. It's not really about savings at that point. Right. It's about, I don't really... I'm not as interested in how much I'm paying as as I am what that money is going for. Right. And making sure that we're putting the big dollars to work where they need to be. Sure. Well, that makes perfect sense. What what are the the typical Reba mentioned earlier, you know, the, you know, 15 minutes and we'll save you 15% mm-hmm. all that kind of stuff. What are the 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 methods that, that other insurance agents use to to drive the premium lower? What are kind of some of the tricks that go along with? It? I hate to use that word, but it kind of yeah. is. Um, I think it's really, I would say that it's the lack of due diligence. It's 
copying the coverage maybe from the existing policy they have without really digging in and taking a look. Mm -hmm. It certainly is maybe raising deductibles up. And I want to talk a little bit about deductibles. I kind of want to talk about what insurance is for, what it is not for. Yes, I would Um, love that. And just touch a little bit on it. And then if we do make a note... um, I do want to come back and maybe talk a little bit about catastrophic coverages, possibly yes. on another show. Yeah, that'd be great. Because yeah. we are not, we're not, you know, devoid of having a catastrophic event occur right. here. Let's Earthquakes, face it. Hello. Yeah, and landslides yes. and all of that, and that's a yep. whole mm-hmm. other thing that we need to talk Oso about. Also made that very obvious to everyone. Do a little myth busting ago. too, because those yeah. coverages really aren't as expensive as you would no. think. So, no. yeah. and again, you know, the the insurance industry has changed so much that the conversation really is about. We've got a certain amount of money to spend, and how best do we do that to make sure that you've got the maximum amount of protection? And so oftentimes that is focusing on what's it going to cost us to put you somewhere else while we rebuild you or repair Mm -hmm. you? Mm -hmm. What's it going to cost to rebuild you? Mm -hmm. Um, And the liability component of it, because people don't think about liability ever hitting their homeowners, but surprisingly, yours, well, your story right there with Mm -hmm. the fire. If you have a fire in your home and it extends to the two homes that are flanking Mm -hmm. you, you have just now become liable for them. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So if you're in a condo and your water heater goes out, now you've got some other issues. Yeah. There's all kinds of things I can Mm -hmm. go on and on and on. Yeah. So real quick, um, as far as what insurance, what this homeowner policy is really designed for and what it's not designed for. So it's really de- designed to keep you from a financial catastrophe. So mm-hmm. if you've got a you know, $500,000 home and it burns to the ground, you've just, that's just occurred a financial catastrophe in your life. Big time. Uh, yeah, yeah, and we need to protect that. Mm-hmm. So that's number one, um, the extra cost of living somewhere else. And let's face it, you know, I don't know if you guys mm-hmm. have stayed in a hotel in Seattle anytime recently, but um, it's not cheap. Nope. <laughs> it's not cheap. So yeah. we look to maybe rent a home or mm-hmm. put them in an extended stay or something like that. Right. But that's an expense. Mm-hmm. So we want to make sure that that coverage is appropriate, as well as the liabilities, mm-hmm. uh, making sure that we've got enough there in case something were to happen and, uh, and it comes your way yeah. and it happens. Yeah. You know, we don't mm-hmm. we call them claims, not accidents, but it does happen. Right. Yeah. So um, what it's not insurance isn't a maintenance plan and it <laughs> certainly isn't a home warranty plan. <laughs> That's a Those great you point. can purchase Solid separately. Point. You can yeah. purchase. That's a whole yes. other story. Yeah. But um, I think what we end up finding is clients. And we have a show on that, by the oh, way. Oh, good. Okay. <laughs> Consumers are becoming increasingly, you know, irritable about these homeowner rates going up, mm-hmm. and they've gone up and up and up. And they are extens- They are extensively high in the Northwest mm-hmm. because of the inherent nature of what happens here. But a lot of that has to do with, unfortunately, a few ruin it for the all. Right. Mm-hmm. So. Well, okay, just real quick, though, before you get too far on there. So you say with the inherent nature of what's here. Let's just get real clear with our listeners. What do you mean by that? Are you just talking about because of the fact it rains so much or other types of things? Yeah, you know, we, um, we're we wet all the time. Mm-hmm. We're pretty much, we, I don't know if we ever dry out, actually. Just in the summer in those like, couple of months. Yeah, those, yeah. those couple of months. Yeah. <laughs> so the rest of the time we're wet and we build with wood. Mm-hmm. And wood doesn't like wet. No. Especially if it's sitting on it for a long period of time, right? Yes. So so our big our big, you know, monster, our big hairy monster in the northwest is is water, mm-hmm. is rain. Right. And so I um, tell people all the time. Yeah. And what does water do? It finds the line of least resistance. Yes. Mm-hmm. <laughs> right. So right. which means it will go anywhere. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. And you, we usually don't see that on a sudden and accidental nature. Mm-hmm. We usually see that drip drip dip over a period of time and yes. then pretty soon you step out of your mm-hmm. bathroom and into a puddle and you wonder where it came from. Mm-hmm. Right. So um, when I say maintenance versus 
other. Um, mm -hmm. Insurance reacts to what is sudden and accidental in nature. Mm -hmm. And so if it isn't sudden and accidental, it's typically going to be considered over a long period of time, maintenance mm. related. Mm -hmm. And that's where, that's where sometimes there's loggerheads over when what's covered and what's not. Sure. So when we're looking at a home, for example, and we see that the roof is older, mm -hmm. and that's one of the reasons I have to always put my eyes on it. And mm -hmm. I'll just yeah. say, like, oh, I see your house was built in 1968. When was your roof replaced? Mm -hmm. Oh, I don't know. It was that way when we bought it. Well, it looks like it's got some wear and tear, so let's yeah. talk about that. Jimmy yes. Carter was president when that <laughs> roof was replaced. <laughs> yeah, let's mm -hmm. talk about that. Yeah. Insurance companies definitely want to see that roof in good repair. They definitely want to see a roof that's 20 years or younger, unless mm -hmm. it's a certified 30-year roof or a metal roof. Mm -hmm. And we aren't going to put anyone in a position where that's going to become an issue. So if that roof doesn't look like it's going to pass inspection, and you, you all know well enough mm -hmm. that – it doesn't necessarily correlate to selling a home and somebody buying a home, right? Mm -hmm. No. It has to pass inspection. And we are going to probably advise that client to stay put until that roof is getting is in good repair. Because think about the example of, okay, great, agent that wants to make a sale, like you said, Eric. Mm -hmm. We're going to put you into a policy. We're going we're gonna to knock $200 a year off your rate. Mm -hmm. We're going to save you a bunch of money. You're going to mm -hmm. make the move. And then 60 days later, you're going to get canceled right. mm -hmm. because the inspector went out. Mm -hmm. and discovered that the roof was in ill repair, and they're not going to do it. Had that happened to a yeah. client about, I don't know, two months ago. Yeah, exact exact scenario. Oh, a house I just yeah. looked at the other day for a client. I went up in the attic. Leaks everywhere in efflorescence. It was awful. Well, speaking of leaks, um, yeah. we have we to gotta take leak a quick, some time off. quick break here. <laughs> so do what you got to do. Uh, oh we're going to be back. Uh, more <laughs> Open House with Team Reba. We'll be right back. Open House with Team Reba on AM 1590. The answer. Now, back to Open House with Team Reba. Welcome back to Open House with Team Reba. I'm Eric Osnes, and I'm with Homebridge Financial Home Mortgage. And I'm Reba Hass with Team Reba, and I'm loving it because our guest yeah. is dancing in her chair just like I there do that go. same music. That's right. I Gail love it. Well I love it. From First Mark Insurance Group. Yes. <laughs> Thank you so much again for being here. Absolutely. Yeah. Loving it. And for liking our bumper music. I, got, <laughs> I picked all of that out, by the way. Um, okay. I want to go back, if we may, to what you were just saying before our break about insurance is for sudden and accidental and not for like long-term maintenance. Can we, can we dive into that Absolutely. a little bit? Absolutely. Absolutely. Okay. So um, when we think about sudden and accidental, it's really an event, an occurrence. So uh, a great example of that is you're sitting in your house watching TV and you hear a large crash and you go outside mm -hmm. and realize your tree just fell on your roof. Yes. Mm -hmm. So it happened in a split second. Mm -hmm. It caused physical damage to your home. It was definitely sudden and accidental in nature. Pretty much all of that claim is going to be paid. Mm -hmm. If you walk in and or you're doing an inspection or you're thinking of selling your home or you're just going up to get your Christmas decorations and everything is sopping wet mm -hmm. and you don't really know where that water came from. Yes, there's physical damage to the home, but did it happen in a sudden accidental nature? Mm -hmm. Typically, that's going to be over a long period of time. Yeah. So I'm not going to say that it's 100% not covered, because I will tell you that the evolution of some of these carriers is has mm -hmm. been really nice. Hmm. 
And by that I mean we've got a handful of them now that you can actually endorse, which is you pay a little mm-hmm. bit extra. Mm-hmm. And you think, and tell me you hear the words endorse. It usually <laughs> is tied to a dollar amount. Yeah. Yes. yes. But, but it does not meaning polis- politicians. Yeah. But, yeah. But, let's, <laughs> but let's definitely keep in mind we're really going to orchestrate where we're putting these dollars to work where they need to be. And we're going mm-hmm. to take them from somewhere else if we need to. But mm-hmm. we're going to make it so that you're fully protected. And an event like that, mm-hmm. your whole entire attic is wet. That's a pretty significant loss. Mm-hmm. And it's really sad that it might not be covered. So let's right. figure out how to get it covered. Mm-hmm. So a couple of a handful of carriers have added on what's called hidden water damage, leakage, and seepage okay. coverage. Ooh, okay. And if you can snag that on an insurance policy or put in a plug for mm-hmm. First Smart, because we've got those carriers, mm-hmm. then that's going to be a very good benefit for you. Yeah, especially no. if I think, especially if you're a first time home buyer, because mm-hmm. let's face it, when you're getting into your and I'll tell you our story, we've had our home for 30 some odd years, 38 years, 40 years. And the first year that we had it, we bought it in October and by December we'd flooded. Mm. OK, <laughs> so um, yeah. from what um, something had happened in the in the they had leveled the back lot and they'd brought in a track hoe. And when they did, they, they put too much pressure on a um, sewage line sewage or some line. sort of drain yep. line. This is why we do sewer scopes. Exactly. And so we had that. And, you know, you know what it is. Two nickels to rub together kind of thing, right? Yeah, so how sure. are we going to make this happen? And so you call in all your friends, mm-hmm. your enemies, mm-hmm. your parents, your uncles, your aunts, <laughs> everybody you can think bring of, right? Bring a, yeah, yeah, bring your shop yep. back, bring a shovel, and you do it yourself. But in a situation like that, you might be dealing with, you know, issues with your trusses, damage mm-hmm. that is just in the thousands. Mm-hmm. Right. So yeah. we like this new hidden water damage, this leakage seepage coverage, because we mm-hmm. don't know where the water's coming from. Well, and I'm glad to hear that that's something that's available <clears throat> because I have something happening with a client right now who wants to sell his home. I probably mentioned it on the show before, but we were prepping the home and I was telling them, get your crawl space, you know, crawl space cleared out. Because sure enough, found out there was you know little critters living down there, and as soon as they pulled all that insulation out, that's when they discovered his windows had not been. He'd bought it brand new, not had it inspected, and for twenty some years, hard wind driven rain had been going up under these windows, and then and you could not see or smell it from the inside of the house. I'd been in that house three other times, couldn't smell it, couldn't see it, no nothing. And they had to rip out a ton of the framing and the the mm-hmm. boards underneath the carpet, everything to to fix that and thankfully he'd been paying some cadillac coverage he must have had something similar to what you're describing because part of that is being covered it doesn't cover Mm -hmm. everything but it does cover some of it absolutely absolutely and i've I've actually seen it myself Uh, listeners it's sometimes the smallest things i I used to always think that the caulking that they would call out during the inspections was like oh it's so minor it's so minor and then nobody ever goes back and does it including myself well, after my cleaners scrubbed out so much of the caulking and then apparently some of the grout in my master suite bathroom in my tub, mm-hmm. I eventually had water that had been over time through small showers here and there been dripping between the two floors of my house, which eventually became a big problem on the main floor. And so I ended up having to have drywall work, have a bunch of mm-hmm. stuff cut open, and, and it really boiled down to a little grout and caulk. Simple like, things, uh, right, yeah. Right. Where where do you draw the line mm-hmm. between owner maintenance and you know something where you, you could possibly have a claim denied? 
Is it yeah. just sort of due diligence? I mean, you just kind of, is there a checklist that a person should follow every year? I know really you mm-hmm. and I are, have been talking about that, and I mm-hmm. think you're actually working on a project. I, I am working on a product, line. actually, yeah. for that. Mm-hmm. Oh, excellent. Um, it's a great question because, you know, here's the flip side of that. You have a sudden accidental situation come up, an occurrence, and you file that claim. That is what his insurance is for, mm-hmm. absolutely 100%. And we want to see those big claims paid for. But over, uh, over time, if you, let's say you filed a claim the year before that because you, your fishing pole got stolen. Yeah. <laughs> and, and then after little that, stuff, yeah. Yeah, little stuff, right? Little stuff adds up. And so these carriers, by the way, n- there are none that aren't in this bucket, um, are becoming extremely sensitive to what we call frequency. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Severity yes. is yeah. the size of the payout. Frequency is the number of times you make a claim. Mm-hmm. Severity is less impact, if you will, than frequency. Okay. Mm-hmm. So Good when you're know. looking, when these underwriters are looking at it, they're saying, "Well, geez, are they using it as a maintenance plan, or are they yeah. actually using it for what it's worth?" I had a former neighbor who got, who did four claims in one year, and then was like oh, shocked when they dropped her. And I went, "You got to be kidding me, right?" Because <laughs> she wasn't. She was claiming super small stuff that was like five hundred bucks here, five hundred bucks there. It was it was ridiculous, and I. I personally, because I was in the industry, understood why they dropped her. But she was just beyond, you know, upset about the whole thing. And I just told her, I said, I'd be really interested to see your clue report, <laughs> which I know is something you're going to mm-hmm. cover here real quickly. But um, we talk to clients about it all the time. Like when they were looking at a house, hey, talk to your insurer when you're getting a quote and see if they can pull the clue report, which for our listeners, that's a comprehensive loss underwriting exchange. And it gives the history of the home because it's not just you, the individual, but it's also the house mm-hmm. that have those types of reports on you. Because mm-hmm. you were saying first time home buyers, but this gentleman I was talking about down in, you know, down south, he's like 82 years old. Yeah. This was yeah. not his first house. Yeah. <laughs> his first rodeo. <laughs> no. Yeah. And it, and I and I have come across first time home buyers where I've done I've been doing the quote and part of that is running that clue mm-hmm. report which is basically a driving record if you will mm-hmm. for a home I call it Carfax for houses There you go absolutely yeah. um, and I have let them know I've alerted them to I'm like hey you may or may not know this but there was a claim against this house mm-hmm. in this you know you might want to yeah. look into that and make sure make sure the damage is repaired because that's what yes. we really want was it a DIY fix or was it dam- was it damage repaired by the insurance company exactly because that's the thing for our listeners if you're buying a home and you get a seller's disclosure report and you find out through the insurance company that there was a claim made for say flooding in the basement and there's nothing in that seller's report you're going to want to start asking some questions Mm -hmm. you don't want to just take that at face value and be like oh well but the seller says they must they must have they must have fixed it correctly because we have found times where they didn't Mm -hmm. and it's an ongoing issue yes yeah so yeah so avoid the can I call them superfluous claims? <laughs> yes. Yes. So, like um, and ones? you had brought that up earlier. We had talked a little bit. I want to touch on it about deductible and, and really it kind of falls in the bucket of how, how do we manage the rate? How mm-hmm. do we, mm-hmm. how do we fit this into a, a budget, if mm-hmm. you will? And so a lot of that can be handled with deductibles. So if I'm looking at, if I'm looking at a policy and I'm talking to a client and I'm, I'm actually talking about deductible, it's what is that threshold? Mm-hmm. <laughs> sure. Sure. And, and maybe I want, more coverage, but I don't want to pay for it. Well, maybe I just bump up my deductible 
pay a higher deductible? Is mm -hmm. that one way of kind of managing Absolutely. That? Absolutely. Yeah. And so. it's a good idea of how you then save to have that money set aside mm -hmm. kind of thing. Yeah, and we go back to talking about education and, and being that guide and helping yeah. them understand that. Absolutely. Well, we're definitely going to have you back on another show because we can dig into so many more of these topics. <laughs> I love them. I learned a ton. Thank you so much oh, for joining us, pleasure. Gail Welfringer from my First pleasure. Mark Insurance. Join us again every Saturday here at 2, 3 o'clock p.m. Open House with Team Reba. Have a great weekend, everyone. Thank you for listening to Open House with Team Reba. To contact us, visit Team Reba at Remax Metro Eastside on Facebook or email info at teamreba.com. Join us again next Saturday afternoon at 2 for more Open House with Team Reba here on AM 1590. The answer. The preceding program was sponsored by Team Reba of REMAX Metro East Side and Eric Osnes of Homebridge Financial Services.